Welcome to INS, the International News Service, your source for the most important weird news from across the globe. With news analyst Kevin Harrison, actor, comedian, and musician Mike Wiebe, and professional commentator Brian Camp. INS, the news you need. Where are you? Where are you calling us from, Mike? Miskatonic University. Whoa, it's not a real place. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> no, we're already started doing but, something. Well, stupid. Look at him; he's reading the Necronomicon as we speak. Where else would you get a copy? I don't think there's ever been a connection between Miskatonic University and the Necronomicon. I think that's you're making a a leap. This Someone a, has never read The Shadow Over Innsmouth. That's the now. That's not even a real book. It's called a short story. Fake university. It's a real university. Fake story. Fake book. The, the, the uh-huh. Decronomicon's real. I mean, my uncle has a cabin on the Miskatonic. So you you seem to be rejecting a lot of things right now, Brian. To to just just for the world to fit into your worldview. I've decided to abandon every nonsense <laughs> theory I've ever held. I'm healing much closer to what I know to be in the known world, the real world. And if you guys want to live in your little fantasy candy land, that's fine. I, I, I support the football team, the Miskatonic Space Squids. No, they're the <laughs> Octopods. That's what the girls mm-hmm. are called. No, I'm in Grants Pass, Oregon, or as uh, mm. the swinger scene calls it, Grants Ass. <laughs> I was going to say, Grants Pass was probably some hard tack and jerky. <laughs> <laughs> the uh maybe some pemmican <laughs> it's uh it's a lovely town in ori backstrap oregon uh-huh. yes they do have lots of flanks of meat for sale probably a lot of hippies uh i don't know like i we literally just rolled in like 15 minutes ago got into the room i jumped on this this Zoom call because i have a commitment to the news and to uh <laughs> the news going people to our listeners to our to the listeners and uh so i'm excited to bring lots of news and then to go out uh into the town on my night off on the road and try to find uh some dank dank heroin i'm sure it can be found i think grants passes on the top five on the old heroin capital of the u.s list yep well you know you gotta get a side of side of side of meat mm-hmm. some uh some horse that's right. Yeah, that's Grant famously used laudanum. <laughs> that's heroin adjacent, I think. Laudanum. The laudanum, laudanum. Takes the opium to be better. Uh, so, Mike, will you tell the listener why it is that you're in Oregon and not well, in? I'm in for the Swingers Convention. <laughs> that's right. Is, <laughs> is there a secondary reason that you're in? Yeah, I'm in a butt fucking competition. <laughs> that's right. I think getting your wick wet. Is there anything you are doing? Other than well, I'm I'm I think we as maybe last episode I think I was we uh, we also recorded on the road. I, my mm-hmm. rock and roll band the Draculas have been out with <laughs> rock and roll. You say yeah with uh, with the Reverend Horton Heat and Ooh. the Toadies oh. for the last several weeks. And so these are Christian bands. You know they have themes of Christianity within their music for sure about spiritualism. Are, are there new Toadie songs? 
<laughs> yeah, they got some new songs. Okay. I should know. It's been a while. I've been I've not been a constant follower of their Yeah, they're great live. I remember that. Yeah. They're fucking killer. Yeah. And Reverend Horton is really yeah. good too. You know, like I it's one of those things like when the gamblers a little behind, mm-hmm. little behind the curtain. Your other band, the Gamblers. Uh, when the Riverboat Gamblers, uh, my, are they a rock and roll outfit? Outfit, yeah, a rock and roll slash uh, new wave outfit. Ooh, new wave, sure. A lot of we wear a lot of blazers. A lot of maturity in new wave. A lot of maturity. A lot of mm-hmm. hairspray. But yeah. you know, honestly, like when we started out, because of the name, which was a poorly planned name for a like punk band, we got booked on tons and tons. Of rockabilly stuff, and I got uh, to where I fucking hated rockabilly because we were yeah. with a bunch of bad bands. And then being on the road, and I never, but like Reverend Orr, he always thought we're cool, but I just like stopped listening to anything rockabilly. And being with him on this tour, like, man, they're fucking good. Jesus Christ. Like, yeah. I realized that, nice. like, all those other bands were just trying to be this band and failing miserably, you know? Yeah. I mean, for the most part, fa- failing very bad. Like, nobody. Right can touch how fucking good they are. And like, and they're also not like, I don't know. They have their own thing going on too. There's like parts of, of other, you know, styles that kind of sneak their way in while remaining like really traditionally cool. But well, I believe most things when they're done exceptionally well, there's some entertainment value already. Right. Yeah. And I remember, I remember seeing Reverend Horn eat when, when we were kids, it was good. Now, are they, are they the, originator are they the first of the psychobilly bands or the only psychobilly band or are they not a psychobilly band they have a song mm. called the, the psychobilly freak out that's right they do that's <laughs> right that's on their first there's your answer album. brian yeah. and like sometimes you you like when you're on the road with other bands and especially when it's kind of like the you know they're big established acts and we're you know you know wet behind the ears You've never been first time this far west. It's probably freaking you yeah. out. <laughs> it is, yeah, I know. I, I, it's scary. Where's the Whataburger? They don't have them. Oh, what? They got something called In and Out. Oh, gross. Let me Both tell ways. You. Yeah, exactly. Let me tell you. <laughs> That's what happens when you eat it. <laughs> it goes <laughs> one end and right out the other. No, thank you, California politics. But <laughs> channeling your mom. <laughs> but, well, I'll get to that. My, but the. Um, <laughs> But but yeah, sometimes it takes a while because you're kind of separate and stuff. But we've just kind of you're telling it just like I mean like anything where you like have to hang out with somebody for a while where you kind of like you know slowly like open up and get to know each other. But like man, they're so fucking cool. Uh, I really really like all of them as people. Right. The, nice. the Rev and Jimbo, the the bass player is like the sweetest dude, yeah. and their drummer John is like fucking awesome. Like I really. I'm like, because I, I was a fan way back in the day, and now I'm kind of like a fan again. I've like been listening to their stuff and realizing like what insane musicians all of them are. I can't Thanks. remember what the question was, but the other day I was on the phone with my my dear mother, and she said, uh, she said, "Well, how's how's it going out there?" I said, "Pretty good." She said, "Is California still crazy?" <laughs> <laughs> And I said, what do you mean? And she was like, well, I just, I just hear that it's, you got to really like the politics if you're going to be out there. <laughs> even to visit, even just to drive through it. Yeah. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know that yeah. at any point when it was uh, 
a balmy 72 degrees and there were palm trees and right. ocean air hitting me and there was a sunset that I thought like, well, thank God that there's more than four genders. Right. I really don't I really don't like what they did with their mask mandates. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Too bad. I, I would have enjoyed this beautiful weather and, and sunset. Yeah. If only it worked right. for those LA mask mandates yeah, I just, that I, I heard can, about. I can only enjoy the 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 beauty of that mountain because <laughs> <laughs> because I like homeless people. Mm, that's, that's right. That's right. You're em, embracing of a socialist utopia. Yeah. Utopia has yeah. allowed you to look at Mount Shasta and say, "Pretty cool. Pretty cool." Otherwise, cool. I know why they named drinks after that. Yeah, they would have because when you're walking around the La Brea tar pits <laughs> and you're looking at these amazing skeletons of of mammoths and stuff. And you're looking at all this history and right down the street, there's all this cool, you know, Hollywood stuff that if you're just, you're just taking it all in. Someone will walk up to you and, and they will ask you, do you, you do reject God, right? Right. <laughs> if you're not careful, they'll make you get an abortion. I bet. And if you, yeah. And if you say no, they punch you in the face <laughs> and, and they put a rag up to your mouth and you wake up and you're back in Arizona. Yeah. No, I get it. I did get to go to the La Brea Park Pits, though, and it was uh, super cool. Did you, nice. was it like the TV show La Brea? I know you're a big fan. I've not, you know, I kind of want to see it now. Oh, yeah. Now I opened it up to the idea. Hey, this is crazy. This is fucking crazy, though. So yeah. I'm, I'm in. Um, uh, there's La Brea tar pits, and you mm -hmm. walk around, and there's there are pits outside, and there's like animatronic robots. How big but, is it? Uh, I don't know. It's like a mid, just like a mid-sized park. It's not too. Does it big. smell like tar? Can you smell the tar? A little bit, oh, but it okay. doesn't smell bad. And there's a bunch of outside stuff, but then there's a museum oh, on the uh -huh. inside, right? You need, it was like 10 bucks, 15 bucks to get in. And they, that's where they have all the bones and the exhibits and you press and a they button. They pull all those out of the tar pits. Yeah. Yeah. There's a bunch oh, that wow. they pulled out nice. of the tar pits and, uh, and they, it was, the area was excavated for various, uh, mining purposes, um, since like the early 1900s. So that's where they found mm -hmm. a lot of the bones. And obviously some of it's just like recreation stuff, but I'm walking through there and it was, you know, it was like a, I don't know, like a Saturday afternoon or a Friday afternoon. It wasn't tons of people out there, there but there was you know, some families and people walking in and out of the museum and walking around. And I see these two ladies, uh, just kind of, I don't know, just middle-aged white ladies between 38 and 51. The two of them, of them had a mm -hmm. dog and the other one was carrying a little infant, like a really small infant. And they're just okay. meandering around looking at the exhibits and stuff like that. And, and, you know, it, it's kind of a, kind of a big open museum. You kind of cross, kind of cross and pass. And at some point I noticed something odd about one of the ladies and or less about the ladies but about her baby and oh, i realized no. this baby that she was gingerly carrying was completely fake it was a doll wow with very very like realistic looking hair uh, drawn on it drawn on it, it wasn't because i don't think i don't think it was it was like painted on was like, it, so it was like an infant that would normally have just wisps of hair and they yes, created that yeah, look yeah yeah oh, but man. it was a miniature miniature infant and she was cradling it in her in her arms in a very like 
you know, it wasn't like oh, I'm carrying this around for my kid or something like that. Like I just right. happened, like, I don't want to lose it. So I happened. She was carrying it as if you would carefully carry around a newborn. Like, did, did it look store-bought? Was there any chance it was a oh. store-bought doll? Or do you um, think there was... I couldn't get super close. <laughs> oh, I bet you tried that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, and I got a picture. I, I got a, I'll share the... I mean, I don't know. I feel weird. I don't know if you should share a picture or whatever. But you yeah. can't tell any... Whatever. I don't care. It depends, if you make, it depends if you make up a sad story about it or a crazy story about it. Well, I mean, that's what it is. Like, is it a... Right. Is it a crazy lady baby or is it a grief baby? Or Ooh. is it a get ready for carrying around a baby? Like, you know, she was a bigger lady, but I couldn't tell if she was pregnant or post pregnant. You don't name the next Dracula's record Grief Baby. I'm going to be very upset. That is a pretty good title. <laughs> yeah, because I've heard of that thing before. Yeah. And I, I, do okay. reg- I do regret not going, yo, what the fuck? Your baby fake. <laughs> Well, I also thought, like, when you started, I thought it was going to culminate with, like, a dramatic throwing of the baby in the tar pit. Like like some sort of, right, either as a protest or a gag. But were they smiling? Was there anything about them that... They were having a... They weren't, like, having a jovial time, but they were just, like, walking around. The other lady had a a dog with her, too, but the dog was real and alive. Is there any chance that it was a some sort of doll but was possessed with the recently deceased i mean that's the most obvious right that's yeah. occam's razor suggests that's what was going <laughs> right, on right right that it was uh, yeah possessed possessed sure. doll sure man that's that's a crazy thing to see mike yeah it was yeah. wild it was super wild and i'll say this too this is uh on this on this tour this other uh first experience i've been past a lot of wrecks, car wrecks. I've been in car uh-huh. wrecks that I've cursed whoever got into a car wreck that, just, you know, but we were in Arizona and this was the first time I ever drove by and it was really close because it was two lanes drove by the body. Oh no. The body's just sitting right there in a, in a, uh. in a body bag, but you could kind of see it, it wasn't even a body bag. I don't think the cops were prepared for that. They, cause the, the, the ambulances hadn't even shown up. They had like some sort of a blanket that they had pulled out and you, you could kind of see. Was it a single speed. car accident? Multiple, it was multiple a motorcycle. People? It was a motorcycle hit a car. Uh, the, wow. The car yeah. didn't even, the car didn't even look too fucked up at all either. No. But, Man, did you see enough of the wreck to reconstruct it in your mind or was it just yeah, when I, motorcycle hits car? Yeah. I, no, not really. It didn't. Look, I mean, like, again, it didn't really look like, that's the scary thing about motorcycles. It didn't, it didn't look oh, yeah. like, I mean, I've been by some pretty horrific wrecks before and seen right. no, yeah. you know, body bags, seen people kind of just like, Oh, you know, like cars that were super crumpled up, but this right. just looked like you clip a motorcycle. It, the yeah. motorcycle may not even look that damaged, but you throw the person off. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's a happy note to start. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. But it's news. It is. News. And that's listen. Sometimes the news here. isn't, all about mm-hmm. sunshine and cheeriness. Sometimes yeah. it's about the truth. I'm pretty stoked that Ukraine's gotten the INS bump and they're starting to take back territory and move yeah, back. I, I, right, obviously. I think our I think our telling people about their plight and right. their people and that 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 half hour period where we changed our uh, Twitter avatar to the Ukraine flag, I think did a lot. <laughs> right. Right. Well, you know, we're we're people of the people. 
Right, exactly. We're people, people. You look like you're wearing a robe. No, I'm wearing a cardigan right now because it's really kind of chilly in this house, this Airbnb that I'm in. It's also, it's light there, but it's dark where me and Brian are. Yeah. yeah there's lots of, it's throwing there's us like off. Empty shelves in the Airbnb. Yeah, there's some empty shelves. We've got, yeah, some, some kind of vaguely New Mexican stuff in yeah. Arizona, it looks like. Mm-hmm. Is that a callback to the horrific story I just told? <laughs> That's right. Callback. <laughs> the glad you're showing showing in. things to us for the uh, the listener in an audio medium. For the listener, Michael just showed a miniature Navajo rug. Yeah. Well, I think that our audience has vivid imaginations. Mm-hmm. Right. That's that's half the fun of a radio play like this. Mm-hmm. I hope they imagine yeah, me listen, much more. Listen, li- hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I got I got to get on my horse. What? There he goes riding away. Well, bye, Mike. So long, cowboy. <laughs> I'm back. Mm-hmm. Oh, there he is. Oh, he's back riding the range. Kevin, can we please so, get started? Yeah, yeah. Good God. Welcome to the International News Service. We're your hosts. I'm Kevin Harrison, along with. I'm Brian Camp. I am the spirit of the woolly mammoth transported into man. Mammoth, Mike Weeby. <laughs> Manmouth is another great name. Because <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, everybody would want to say down, manmoth. People would think you were like a manmoth. You like can correct them. Man. You correct them constantly, though. Yeah, it's yeah. manmoth. It's manmoth. Get real mad, and then they'll say, is "Oh, this- the end's silent." No, it's manmoth. And I don't really get bigger or stronger. It's just I have tusks that grow out of my face. <laughs> That oh. reminds me of one of my, it's so dumb, but like one of my favorite Simpsons jokes was uh, when Bart gets an elephant and, and Marge goes, be, Stampy. be careful. Yeah, Stampy. But Marge goes, be careful. He looks like he could gore. And then, and then Homer goes, he does look like Al Gore. <laughs> so this week, we've got two news stories. A bonus story for our Patreon subscribers. And mm. Mike is on tour with the Draculas. So he has a new road story for us. And uh, I'm really liking this road story bit. It's, it's not a, it's not a bit. It's just it's reporting. Not a bit. It's true, true stories. These are our, our own Irma Bombeck. Tales of the road. Oh, you, you're talking about former uh, our uh, Ohioan Irma Bombeck. Yeah, that's the bad part, though. Yeah. You know, it's rude to bring up things like that about a person. So I didn't want to say anything. Former Ohioan. Well, former she's dead. Current right. North Korean. <laughs> That's what it's like going into California. It's like going from it South is. to North Korea. It is. It's still, <laughs> hey, you guys, it's still it's still crazy out here. So before we get started here, I just want to let our listeners know, oh. we dropped an INS original animation short. It was animated mm-hmm. by Patrick Osterwald of Crudely Drawn, and it's great. If you, if you haven't seen it, go to our social media, go to our... YouTube or TikTok or Facebook and check it out because uh, now is that the New Hampshire Osterwald? Sure, <laughs> it is good. My wife even said that she liked it, and she is not a fan no. of this show. She hates it, doesn't she? She she does enjoy coming in to yell at you while you're uh, recording the show, though. You know, she enjoys it, but she does right. relish in it. Any opportunity to belittle Mike, she mm-hmm. takes advantage of it. That's, mm-hmm. I mean, can you blame her? I mean, you know, it, it's he's such a easy target. <sighs> wow, Kevin, that's 
<laughs> let's try to keep it, let's try to keep it professional. We're doing the news. Okay. Oh, and thank Mr. Osterwald. Thank you, Mr. Osterwald. Thank you. Yeah, no, it is it is really good. It's super cool. And check out I his other it. animation on uh, the Crudely Drawn channel on uh, uh, YouTube. YouTube. He's got other stuff, and it's all great. Right. I like how you just search for the the, the word YouTube as if there's other <laughs> like there's a, what was right. the name of that site with all the fucking videos on it? Uh, well, there's, there's Vimeo. There's Daily Motion. Yeah, but those are just Daily secondary motion. hosting sites. Daily Motion. Archive. That's a fucking sex show. No, that's not a sex show. Okay, whatever. Daily Motion. The motion. There's the fucking ocean. <laughs> It means like the motion of the ocean is what makes the love potion like up and down, up and down. You know, like humping. <laughs> oh, okay. Now I get it. Anytime anybody says humping, I immediately, well, now I think of your story about the hoe house, but I immediately think of like oh, yeah. people, kids talking about sex. Yeah. It's always yeah. humping. I don't, yeah, I've been trying to, <laughs> I would like to figure out who that is and just, it would be great to find that kid now and find out if he would just keep continuing on that lie about that. <laughs> no, that really happened, man. I never got the name of the hoe house, <laughs> right? Where it was located. He'd still hang on to the lie, but what he would admit would be like the little details around it. Like I, I didn't realize how rare it was at the time, you know, yeah. and I, I, afterwards I talked to my dad, wouldn't say anything about it. So it was kind of secret. <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> so you would have to explain away the fact that it's the dumbest lie ever told. You would have to have yeah. some sort of cover for his terrible, yeah. terrible lie. <laughs> but you know what? Shout out to all the people that are working in ho houses. Yeah. <laughs> Sex work is real work. So our first story comes to us from Vice. Ooh, ah. that's 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 uh that's a place that goes to a ho house. Mm-hmm. One kind of vice. This one may be more of a uh hirsute lovers type of a of a vice. So back mm. in episode 14. We discussed Yeti sightings in Russia that turned oh, out yeah. to be a hoax. Dog hair, right? It was, wasn't it the Yeti costume made out of dog co- hair? Costume. Okay. A long time ago. It was over a year. Like a year and a half. This is episode 90. That was episode 14. Jesus. So that turned out to be a hoax. But a 1958 Russian manuscript was just translated into English. And it tells the tale of a Soviet expedition to find a Bigfoot in the Caucasus Mountains. For years, the only known copy of the manuscript was locked away in the Moscow Library, but someone at the UK Center for Fortean Cryptozoology got in touch with the grandson of the head of the expedition, and he had a copy that he was willing to translate. The expedition was headed by a historian, but it included folklorists, geologists, and anthropologists. Some of the tales collected from locals included naked man bears, also also called the Almasti. They're known for being tall, hairy creatures that walk on two legs and have a, sh- oh, they have a shrill cry and feet twice the size of a human's. There were also stories of shaggy headed, fur covered creatures with, quote, long breasts. This is just that cartoon, the hair bear bunch. They just watched an episode of the Hair Bear Bunch. What is the Hair Bear Bunch? You don't remember the Hair Bear Bunch? No. That was like 1982. This is 1958. No, that that was pretty it's an old, old cartoon. cartoon. Yeah. You might be talking about the remake. It was three bears <laughs> that were they looked exactly like described there and they drove around yeah. in a in a dune buggy and 
had I would say solved <laughs> mysteries, but it was more just kind of like this is a fever had dream. Ad- adventures. Yeah, it was adventures. Are you corroborating the existence of this cartoon, Kevin? Is the the Hair Bear Bunch was real. I'm gonna. I've, I've never heard of it. I've never seen it. That's awesome. It was awesome. <laughs> well, let me let me say Hair Bear Bunch is an American animated television series. It was a Hanna-Barbera show. It was about these two individuals who patrol the zoo in which the bears live, but the bears are always getting out, causing mayhem. I'm just going to point out, the show was actually called Help! It's the Hair Bear Bunch. And they made 60 episodes that were broadcast between 1971 and 1972. You know what, Mike? I'm going to put a call out. I'm going to make a request. When you return from the road and yes. the next time you want people to know a little bit about the podcast, I think people would like to hear a little bit about the history of Hanna-Barbera. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, that's Hanna a Barbera. good one. That's a multi... That's uh, a good one. Uh, yeah. A, yeah. You can get a lot of places. There's a lot of, a lot of stuff. will come. And I've been watching a lot of Tom and Jerry lately. Oh, the, 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 the Hanna-Barbera ones are good. They're the, after cool. that are they're not great. good. There's, there's some good stuff mixed in. Let me just give some just real quick... The three members of the Hair Bear Bunch are Hair Bear, who is the Afro-wearing leader of the Hair Bear Bunch. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And uh, they tried to, the guy that did his voice was trying to do a Phil Silver's voice. Paul Winchell did Booby Bear, the more, quote, level-headed confederate to the Hair Bear, uh, although he sometimes speaks in unintelligible gibberish. And then the last bear was Square Bear. The most idiotic, dim-witted of the three bears, though he's <laughs> usually the one who conjures up the invisible motorcycles they use to make their escapes. His personality has been described as dopey and laid back. So that's kind of all you need to know about the Hair Bear Bunch. All right. So the legends of these different Russian Yeti... Yeah, we're back to Russian Bigfoot hunters, right? Yeah, Russian, Russian okay. Yeti slash Bigfoot. So supposedly these Russian Bigfoot would sit for hours on earthen mounds, leaving behind deep imprints of their asses. Researchers found most sightings stopped around the time of the Russian Revolution, with one researcher observing, quote, before the revolution, there were wild men, and now there are not. Uh, but the expedition was widely considered a failure when it didn't turn up any physical evidence. The Russian scientific establishment labeled the whole thing pseudoscience, which, if you research a lot of what they uh, researched, if you look into a lot of what they researched during the Cold War, a lot of it was pseudoscience. I don't know how it's any different than this. In so Russia, you- science pseudos you! <clears throat> and then most of the researchers involved ended up denouncing the expedition's leader. Nevertheless, the expedition's leader continued Bigfoot research throughout Central Asia into the 1980s, which led to growing interest in the Yeti and various wild men, even to the point where, in 2016, Vladimir Putin was vacationing in the Kemerovo region when he claimed he saw a family of Yetis. What? Story about it in the Siberian Times. Would the Siberian Times lie? If you're a believer in Bigfoot, then you have allied yourself with Vladimir Putin. Is that what you're saying? Um, I I don't think that they allied. I think Not he big, just observed them. Yeti, big difference. Yeti, okay. Big difference. Their politics is what's different. Well, the Yetis <laughs> will rip off your clothes and and point at your rectum. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the rectum, Mike. Yeah, damn near killed them. What does a bigfoot do? If uh, how is it's that just, different than a bigfoot? It'll, it, but it's very. It's like just picks it up and go. Uh, 
ha, 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 look at Rexum. And then all the, all the forest animals, all the forest animals just like salute. Russian. Look at round Rexum. I will break it. And then it starts smacking it. And then once your rectum is red and like so red that there's like it's welts and sores, they pour uh-huh. they pour they pour vodka on it. Oh, that's the Russian way, I guess. Well, I mean, that's the Russian what Russian yetis do, fuckers. Now, do they take do they take pleasure in this act? Is it is it? It's, it's there... it seems to be from the accounts that I've read from a mm-hmm. recently released cryptozoological tome from the UK's Center for Forty and Cryptozoology. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Think. That's where I went, and um, I think that's where I saw it. Yeah. That's where I saw it. Yeah, and uh, yeah. Apparently, it's not so much pleasure. It seems like it's something that's mandated by the state. That it's a very like you know wow. you know they're being forced to believe that it's a good thing. Um, it's very similar to what's going on in California, where oh, yeah? they're oh, forcing yeah. everyone to be socialist, you know, stooges, and mm-hmm. you know they they like to make people think that they like things that they don't actually like. And if you have an opinion or if you own a Bible, guess what's getting laughed at? Your front rectum and your back rectum. <laughs> What is your, your front rectum? Your front rectum. The front rectum is the term for male or female genitals when you're trying to whatever's up I front. I don't think uh, anybody's ever called it that before tonight. A lot very, of people have been calling it that before. It seems like a very California genderless <laughs> label. That, might, I mean, that you know that Classic. might be part of it. Classic. That might be part of it yeah. because it's you know because yeah because like saying penis or vagina connotates gender mm-hmm. but in california and in russia they don't they don't do that so they just call it a front rectum i think north korea california and russia all very similar in their appeal to the people who enjoy living a lot there. yeah in a lot of ways in a lot of yeah. ways well, vladimir putin is the leader of both right sure they all produce movies too <laughs> i mean watch watch what you say then right you hate to upset an audience we just produced a short movie Posted it on YouTube. Now these are features. These are this, this, oh okay. Yeah, this is this is the big time. This is movies that are fast, furious. A lot more muscles <laughs> in these movies. Did we have a story about mushroom loving mountain people? Mushroom groovy. No, that's your favorite band. <laughs> second, second only to Mingo Fish Trap. <laughs> glad we can make. Glad we can make references to. <laughs> Bitten bands from 1995. I'm a Love Swing fan. Yeah, I believe it. They were great. <laughs> so our next story comes to us from WHEC Channel 10 in Rochester, New York. As we've discussed in the past, Mike's old house had a problem with raccoons. Uh, so maybe, Mike, do you want to explain what was happening? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I haven't had any. You know, it's weird. I've not had any raccoon problems once I moved out to the country. Okay. I haven't had raccoon problems. It was when I was in the yeah. city, yeah. my last house in, in town in Austin proper did have raccoon problems. We did see one at the new house, but it hadn't, it just like, it just went by and, you know, made a right. snarky comment about my genitals. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, we, uh, at the old house, we had some raccoons that were jumping up and breaking in ripping up the top of the uh the the roof 
Ooh, are you getting into your attic? Well, no, they didn't. So I've actually multiple houses have I've had raccoon problems, but the last one they were ripping up. There's like like pipes that come down into the house, and then the the raccoons can smell, and they were like ripping it up trying to get in, but they never got in. The house before that, I would go up into the attic and catch raccoons in the attic, and they'd look at me, Oof. and I'd look at him, and we'd both go like, <laughs> it's kind of a yeah, have a real good, the bad, the ugly style right. standoff. Yeah, yeah but they they used to get in through like your your cat door. Oh yeah, and then that had, though that was that. See, that was just fuck, fuck all kinds of raccoon problems. I how many? How, that. how many? Uh, let, let me ask you something. In the la- between the last two houses you lived in, how many raccoons have you had to deal with approximately? Like the ballpark. Okay, new country yeah. house. I've seen them not had a problem. I'm sorry, last three, right? La- okay, the ha- house before that, the last the Austin mm-hmm. Austin house number two. Huh. Uh, yeah, that yeah, they were rep- ripping up the the roof and sneaking in through the cat door. And then the house <laughs> before that, they were getting into the attic. So yeah, that's okay. uh, we we fixed the hole in the roof and they stopped. Or right. they, there was like we figured out the hole that they were getting into the attic. But like, oh, and then also one time I caught one and he it found my pin number and. <laughs> He was ordering a Your bunch of sh- yeah, yeah. Like to my to my Amazon account. Oh no! And it was ordering a bunch of stuff online. Right. What was it ordering? A bunch of just like high end uh, espresso makers. <laughs> a lot of Dean Arcoons novels. Right. <laughs> Probably just to build nests with. My, is my guess, right? That's good. Nesting I don't know. Material. I mean, but but specifically, they were autographed. Oh wow! A lot of stuff from like the autograph store, the like autograph odd series things. Yeah. Autograph picture of the guy that played uh, the guy from Bonanza. A lot of autograph stuff. Lauren Green? People. The other guy. Hoss. Oh, Hoss. I know that guy's name. James Arness. That was Gunsmoke. <laughs> hey, you know what would be a good name for a male porn star? James A. Ness. <laughs> That's a good name. Uh, so you may be able to relate to this next story, Mike. I'm sure I can. Mm-hmm. An Albany County, New York legislator named Sam Fain said raccoons have invaded his apartment at Sam Fain. Halloween. Halloween. Walking down. It's Glenn dancing. It's actually pronounced Saladin. <laughs> oh, you made one person very happy. <laughs> <laughs> we were about somebody was somebody was writing an email and went, mm-hmm. Oh, I don't have to I don't have to finish like, this. Actually, mm-hmm. So Sam Fain had said raccoons have had, have invaded his apartment. At least three times in recent weeks. Shit. The most recent incident happened when they chewed through a window screen while he was at the lake for the weekend. He found out about it when he got a call from his neighbor about mysterious noises coming from his apartment. The man had a web camera installed, so he turned it on to discover raccoons rummaging through the house, stealing food, and leaving some messes behind. But that's not the worst part. Uh, he discovered that apparently these raccoons also hated America. Quote, I noticed they got into a cabinet that had a folded up American flag in it, and they pooped on the American flag. Mm, sounds like these raccoons are from California. <laughs> <laughs> New York. Well, I mean, honestly, honestly, same difference. There you go. We can only hope that Mike's raccoons have more respect for freedom. I love that, that these were the Abby Hoffmans of, <laughs> of raccoons. Right. The raccoon underground. So first, my first question is, is this a story we believe? Or did this guy purposely, is, this, is he creating some sort of buzz for his political career 
by leaving town and allowing raccoons to enter. He happens to catch it. I mean, he might anybody can get raccoon well, poop. There was video evidence. Well, yeah, he let him in. I mean, do we have proof that raccoons actually broke into his house yeah, as opposed no, to being allowed into his house? And then he goes out of town for a while and films it, and then he's got wacky raccoon hijinks. And it's probably distracting people from the real scandal. What's something, that? something to do with hoe houses in New York. Yep. And this legislator. <laughs> that's my that's my guess. That's my educated I guess. I bet he's been caught uh-huh. at a hoe house. I wonder though, like if it was like a statement by the raccoons, like this guy is uh-huh. trying to make it. You like the only way I would believe it is if the raccoon went to the American flag and stood on uh-huh. it and then turned around so the camera could see in and spread uh-huh. its butt cheeks as it took a shit <laughs> and looked the into the camera. With his little paws. Yeah, spread his, with his little right. paws and looked into the camera and just goes. I don't know how raccoons talk, but I imagine it's very hissy. You Chitter, know? Chittering. Yeah. Yeah. And just was like, late stage capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> the go to phrase of the intelligentsia. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> and then and then one of the other raccoons gets uh-huh. in the camera and goes, AOC rules. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it is. That reminds me of, and I know it's just like referencing a thing, but like, unlike mentioning the hair bear bunch, that wasn't referencing. That was archiving. That was exploring a connection to a story, right? Oh, okay, totally different. I'm sorry. Go ahead. This is just. Uh, do you guys remember that Mr. Show sketch where? They talk about how they designed the American flag with colors and patterns so it makes you unable to shit on it. Oh, yeah. That's in the first season. <laughs> I don't think I remember that one. It was one where David Cross was like a Abby Hoffman type protester who's going to shit on the flag, but he just, just got constipated and couldn't. And then it flashes back to like the founding fathers, but also Abraham Lincoln is one of the founding fathers. <laughs> and he talks like this. And, uh, and they talk about how they design these colors and things so people will be un- unable to shit when they look at it. <laughs> is that show good on rewatch? Yeah, I mean, there's a little bit of dated, is, datedness is it of its era. It, or, right. There's a little bit of that, of like, this was very edgy for that era, but a lot of it's just still like specifically funny. And a lot of it, I think, is because they don't really, very little of it is you know, SNL style, like we're making fun of a thing that happened this week or this year. It's all kind of just general timeless comedy. Speaking of of this year, instead of a sketch comedy show that was canceled 25 years ago. So how did you, how did you get the raccoons out of your house, Mike? I turned on an episode of Mr. Show and uh, (laughs) I blared it real loud and they, and I remember the, what sketch it was specifically. It was the sketch about the monster mash kind of thing. That was a good one. And uh, that's season three. I could keep talking about Mr. Show and how it helped (laughs) me save my house. Well, well, that'll be our next podcast. The Mr. Show, the Mr. Showcast. I bet Mm. there is one of those. I doubt they're doing numbers like we do, but I bet there is one of those. (laughs) Did you know, did you know that that raccoons have a bone in their penis? Uh, Well, I think all mammals except for humans do. Oh, that that can't be true. That can't be true. I saw, I saw a a discovery channel show about it. Yes. Wow. They showed the, the smallest penis bone, which came from some little mouse. And it was uh-huh. just like a millimeter. And then they're like, and this is the largest penis bone. And it came from a big whale. And it was like uh, like a leg. Was it a sperm whale? 
<laughs> yeah. Gotcha, uh, bitch. Got your ass, bitch. What? I don't. What? You, what did you get? Your ass here? just got, got, motherfucker. What did I don't understand what you he got? Got me your with. ass. <laughs> I think this is the energy we needed to start the show on. Let's start mm-hmm. over. Oh no, this got is good. You motherfucker. <laughs> We're doing more about raccoons now. Are we? Are we back on them? So our next story is a bonus story. Bonus motherfucker. If you want to listen to this story, go to our Patreon and subscribe mm-hmm. at least the three dollar level. Right. That's the Knights of Kevin level, <laughs> and you get access to this and all of our other bonus stories. It's I was trying to total it up earlier today. It's it's like ten or twelve hours worth of material at this point. Oh wow, for three dollars. It's also $3? an easy way to demonstrate that you're a decent human being. Yeah, and all the work that we put into this, and also well, we, like so here's what I'm going to start. Hey, hey, hey! Don't patronize me. Patronize me. Uh, uh, so give you a little taste. Oh, this story is about a live news broadcast that went to check on what was backing up the ac- an accident and saw something they did not want to identify on the air. Well, Wait, is this the yeah. story about me finding a body that yeah, I told you? Body on the side of the yeah, it's a different, different accident. Mm. I bet it's not as good as mine. Have, you'll have to t- tune into our Patreon to find out, Mike. So that wraps up another week of the International News Service. Find us across social media at International News Pod. Email us at internationalnewspod at gmail.com. If you want to keep raccoons out of your house, just keep blasting INS when you're gone all day, every day, and expect some calls from the neighbors asking about the lovely dulcet tones coming from next door. Check out the INS merch store at Redbubble and our Patreon. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to the International News Service. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. INS, the news you need.